0: Welcome to the Endless Wealth Podcast. I'm a mama of two little ones, owner of a multi seven-figure real estate portfolio, and I'm your host, Sarah Miskelly. My mission is to show ambitious, high-performing women in business, how they can stop chasing money at work and start making passive cash flow and build wealth from real estate investing. Just be ready, because with the right ideas and advice, me and my phenomenal guests will share in each episode, you will see things differently than you ever thought possible. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Today's episode is a very big deal. We are talking to Kathy Fetke. She is one of the top people in the US multifamily syndication real estate space. I've seen her speak on some of the biggest conference stages in this industry and it is such an honor and privilege that she is speaking at my passive real estate wealth summit and that is she has come here to Give us her insights in this short episode today. Kathy specializes in teaching people how to build multi-million dollar real estate portfolios through creative financing and planning. She is passionate about researching and then sharing the most important information about real estate, market cycles, and the economy. Author of the number one bestseller, Retire Rich with Rentals. Kathy is a frequent guest expert on such media as CNN. CNBC, Fox News, NPR, and CBS Market Watch. She's the host of two real wealth podcasts, The Real Wealth Show and Real Estate News for Investors, and co hosts Bigger Pockets on the Market podcast. In this episode, Kathy gets really personal, shares a lot of the things that have driven her to achieve as much success as she had. She also shares about a really exciting upcoming book she's writing with Bigger Pockets. I can't wait to read it. Make sure to tune in to the entire episode so you can get all of Kathy's wealth of experience having been in this industry for decades. How did you get started in real estate investing?
1: The very, very first investment was helping my dad out. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that the best deals are when you know somebody is having an issue, somebody's got a problem and you can solve it. That's really true for any kind of business, right? Solving a problem and offering a solution. And um, so my dad had been uh, invested in a syndication, uh, an apartment deal in Marin, California, just north of San Francisco. Uh, the managers of that were not great. They didn't really pay attention to it. It went into disrepair but he had been invested for a long time. He's a dentist and dentists are notoriously not great at paying attention to their investments because they're busy, you know, fixing people's mouths. So, you know, they they can often get taken advantage of because they make money but don't have the time to really pay attention to their investment. Bottom line, he had taken depreciation from this asset for many, many years. One day, and this is pre-internet, if you can imagine that. (laughs) For whatever reason, they sold the asset and sent a letter. Didn't even call. Um, There wasn't like email. And I mean, there probably was, but not well used and definitely not by older people. Uh, So he just opened and he was on vacation. So when he came back and saw that this asset had been sold, he was going to face hundreds of thousands of dollars of recaptured taxes. A lot of people don't realize When you take depreciation and all these tax benefits in real estate you have to pay it back when that asset sales unless you uh you know reinvest it through a 1031. so he was down to a couple of weeks to identify a new replacement property or he would write this massive check to the irs which he was not anticipating and he was planning on retiring that year this would have set him back another five years he would have had to work um and and he was already like 70 you know so he, was, he he liked working but you know i don't think anyone wants their dentist to be like shaking and can't see you know at 75 Definitely. anyway uh i was like well what do we do dad what what are you saying you just need to replace you just need to find a property you know i didn't know anything about real estate but i had just gotten married to the love of my life it was 97 we were renting so i said you just have to find another property that that someone rents from you well I'm a renter. Why don't I find you that property? I'll live in it. I'll take care of it. I'll take this burden off of you and maybe someday I'll inherit it. And, uh, and there's four other kids. So he loved the idea and he kind of offered that to all five children. I went out, found the house of my dreams. And I saw when I walked through it, I saw that you could really partition it off to where I could turn it into a fourplex so I called my dad. He came, ran, uh, ran to see it like within hours. We made an offer, and and uh, we were closed within weeks. And and I got to sort of be the property manager of this with the um, you know the agreement that we would inherit it someday. So that's what we did. The property ended up going up a hundred thousand dollars a year. It was we bought in '97. That was the bottom of the market. Prices just went up after that for ten years. And um, when my dad passed away in 2006, we inherited that property and all those back taxes just disappeared. So that was our first entree into understanding
0: 1031 exchanges and how to help somebody else who's got a problem and make it a win-win. Wow, I love that story because my dad also was the one who got me into real estate. So I really resonate with that and helping him out when I was a kid managing his assets. So it's really beautiful to hear the generational component of real estate and just seeing, you know, the effects from what he did. And I'm sure what you're passing on to your kids and educating them. And you've turned it into your entire career in business. So how beautiful (laughs) is that? And unexpected, right? Um, And if you could go back and, you know, give your younger self one piece of advice as you started this journey, what would that be? Well,
1: it would be to make sure you've really researched everything you're about to do as best you can there's there's a little bit there's a lot of faith that goes into any investment because nobody can read the future. but you can do a whole lot of prep to make sure that you're eliminating as much risk as possible. so when i uh, you know as as time went on, I was a broadcaster back then, and I had a radio show, so I had a big audience and uh, and I thought I knew what I was doing, but I was very new. I just, at this point had one property that was like a fourplex basically. Um, but I had notoriety before I had knowledge. And I think that's very common today, even more so because it's pretty easy to get a following if you're really good in social media and, and yet maybe you don't have the experience and, um, you know, that, that you should have to have that much influence. So that was my case. That was me. And I just, together with influence and my trusting of most people, I think most people trust other people, but when it comes to investment, don't do it. <laughs> I don't, like, don't rely on trust. We, we want to be good people and believe what other people say, but uh, it just doesn't work that way in the investment world. There's too many sharks. We're seeing it all the time. We're, I think you've seen it uh, with, um, you know, some of these big Cloud um, crowdfunding platforms and so forth, where uh, there are certain people in investments that will be glad to lie to you and take your money. So you've got to know how to do your research. So I would tell my younger self: I love that you trust. This is a lovely thing. It's a beautiful innocence, but you can't play that game in investment in the investment world where there's a lot of sharks. You
0: really got to know what you're doing. So if you don't know what you're doing, you better have someone on your team who does. Mm -hmm. Somebody who can really share their experience if you don't have it and their expertise and lend it to you essentially, (laughs) because you're the go-getter when you're younger, but you may not be able to have all the the breadth of the lifetime.
1: (laughs) Of understanding
0: the dynamics of what can go wrong. And one of the things that that reminds me of is trust, but verify. I think that's what I'm hearing from you is we don't want to not trust people, but we need to make sure that we're protecting ourselves. And that's a big part of what I I really want to share with women too. So I appreciate that. And, you know, Kathy, with all the businesses you have with real wealth, I know with Rich, you've built a beautiful portfolio and you have quite a few assets at this point. But what does a typical day look like for you? (laughs) Well, thanks to my husband. uh, He is
1: more of the structured, detailed person. Uh, What we often do in in partnerships or marriage is attract somebody who's opposite of us, especially in, uh, in, in a romantic relationship. And... That creates the spark. And it's wonderful at first. Later on, it drives you crazy because it's like, wow, this person's such an analyst and I just want to do this deal. Or, you know, the, the partner's like, oh, why does she always want to jump into things when we haven't, we need more time to research? Uh, so th- th- that conflict can be really challenging. Rich and I learned how to use it to our benefit. And, um, and what they, what a book called Rocket Fuel, we, we created that where you're, you're, you bring these opposite sides of you together and remove the ego so you know he so that you could communicate better and use each other's strengths to really make good decisions so he i'm definitely a go for it person he is a let's put all the pieces in place and structure and analyze and review the numbers and all all that that is necessary for creating a business so over time in the beginning when we started real wealth i was doing everything i was the typical entrepreneur Sourcing the properties, traveling around the country, looking for deals, uh, you know, doing the webinars, being the investment counselor to thousands of our members. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, and slowly on the org chart, it was my face on everything. But Rich helped me being a business coach to one by one replace myself here, replace myself here, replace so today, I'm replaced and, and it's it was really weird that the day that I found out I actually had no job at real wealth was like super depressing. I'm like, well, what do I do now? So quite honestly, i I do what I want and and um, and we have people who do all the jobs that I started, but that they, they've been trained on and can do even better than me. Obviously, a CPA, a bookkeeper investment counselors. These are people that have more time and they've got more experience than, than me. So I now I do a lot of interviews. I um, am writing a book for Bigger Pockets on scaling with Rich. And I speak a lot. Uh, I'm doing more syndications because I just love doing that. It's it's This is the time, right? There's going to be so many amazing deals and there already are. So, um, you know, but I also... I'm getting older, so I'm s- carving out things I like to do.
0: Like this morning, I went surfing, and it was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's. I think what's beautiful about you, what you shared is now that you've covered all these things, you get to shine in your strength, which is you have that broadcasting background, that journalism background, and having a woman like you, like I've seen you speak a number of times now, you're, you're showing up a lot in the US commercial real estate space, and it's so wonderful that you now have that opportunity to be that face for many women, uh, simply because you, you've you leveraged yourself out of maybe, you know, <laughs> managing the day-to-day of a business. So it's really that, that ability once you are able to kind of get that financial freedom and build a business i think people have the misconception that maybe you're just going to go sit on a beach but i find a lot of people that are that ambitious to have gotten there they end up just going 10x and amplifying their their ability to influence and share the beautiful you know opportunities available for other people so i'm so happy you scaled yourself (laughs) (laughs) out and you're writing a book for other people to learn how to do that too it's going to be impressive i know all the bigger pockets books are really really great so that's super exciting and for you what would you say is a common myth about real estate investing and you know everything you're doing with business coaching with rich that people just they, they don't know they think it's you know the way things are but it's just not <laughs> are you a female founder that wants to confidently diversify her portfolio make passive cash flow and build wealth then you cannot miss the Passive Real Estate Wealth Virtual Summit designed specifically for 250k plus female founders I'm hosting on September 21st and 22nd. Grab your ticket and join me and 10 incredible female real estate investing experts as we dive into the old boys club of lucrative real estate investing the passive way. Go to www.passiverealestatewealth.com to apply for one of the limited number of free digital tickets. I cannot wait to see there?
1: Oh, there's so, so, so many misconceptions. But uh, I think the big one for us before we started real estate is we thought we had to be wealthy in order to invest in real estate. I think everybody knows that investing in real estate or owning real estate is a good idea. And if you talk to most millionaires or wealthy people, they have money in real estate in some kind of real estate whether it's their home or their vacation home or, you know, investments, syndications and so forth. Um, So we had the misconception that we had to have money to be able to do that. And what changed my opinion on that was when we lost all our money. Um, When back in 2003, uh, Rich was diagnosed with melanoma. He was told he had six months to live. Medical bills were, we actually weren't insured for this. If you can imagine, (laughs) like we had health insurance, but we Somehow they they didn't cover that and we had done all the things right, saving, saving for emergency, investing 10 percent, doing all the things, all the buckets and and what we were told. But we ran out of money in in that time. Plus, you know, he couldn't work. So uh, we were just in a situation of what are we going to do back then? I was lucky enough to have the radio show and be able to interview other people. And also, that was when you could get zero down, hear me out here, zero down investor loans <laughs> with, oh. with stated income. I mean, crazy days, right? 2004, 2005. But when uh, when I discovered that, I was like, wait a minute, we don't need any money. We could get a loan and buy investment property. And I had learned enough about how to do that on my show, interviewing people that we were able to take the risk. Um, so that, that's the misconception. Obviously we don't have those mo- no money down loans today, but there are still ways to invest in real estate. It's real estate that's gonna make you wealthy, so you don't have to wait uh, to have money to do it. Although having money enables you to buy more of it, for sure.
0: Yeah, there's always a way is what I'm hearing from you. And I think in challenging times, like, you know, everything's changed this year and it's not bad. It's just we're shifting, the economy shifting. And I find when things get a little bit tighter, you just become more creative. And I think that's the beauty in um, life is when there's challenges like, you know, that's an incredibly hard thing to go through. And thank God he's he's good now and you're both thriving. Um, But it really brought out things from you that you may not have initially even known were in you, you know what I mean? Um, And you just were able to flourish regardless. So it's such good advice and um, for other people to hear if they feel like things are tight right now, you know what I mean? And I cannot emphasize that enough. Your toughest times in life are the
1: opportunity and we would not have created this empire of real wealth had that not happened, had we not faced death in the face, you know, Mm -hmm. to be looking at this this situation for rich it was like hey every day is a day he didn't think he'd have Mm -hmm. so he lives it to the fullest still 20 years later you know it's like uh, he he knew that it could end very quickly and that's true for all of us Uh, but yeah just that is what created that extra energy for me to just go for it and do things i probably wouldn't have done if i was too comfortable
0: Yep. Yep. And you clearly did a lot. So. <laughs> and and with business now, I mean, you know, that was a, a huge life shift. And, you know, right now in business and investing in real estate, what challenges are you seeing? Um, what challenges are maybe you facing in your business right now? And how are you tackling it? Oh, such a good question. Uh, we,
1: huh, back to that question of what would you tell your younger self? I would have, um, you know, said stick with what you know, again, which is single family rental property, we've been helping thousands of people build their portfolios in in one to four unit buildings. Um, Then I got into uh, development and and, and, um, subdivision development. So most of those have gone fabulously. And our investors made over 20 to 30% returns annually on those. But we had several that we started right before COVID hit. So Mm -hmm. we're really struggling because those Construction sites were shut down for a year. Um, they we couldn't get the supplies we needed. Once things opened up, then once we were able to finally get the houses built, then the interest rates went up. And it's like, man, it's been hard. Um, and our construction loan is adjustable. So anyone on adjustable rate mortgages or any kind of adjustable rates is they're feeling the pain. I know in Canada there's massive pain there um, mm. with adjustables. In in America we have such a beautiful thing with this 30-year fixed rate mortgage that has most people who own homes in a very comfortable position even with rates higher because they're not feeling it but if you're on an adjustable and most commercial products are um, and certainly construction loans it's like oh my gosh we're already struggling and now our payments have doubled you know come on give us a break so it's it's a beautiful project and we're challenged but I'm coming up with lots of creative ways like um, these are these are vacation homes in Park City Utah you know it's like a fabulous location right next to Woodward overlooking Olympic champions because we overlook the half pipe and stuff. They, but these are $2 million homes and on a 7% interest rate, that's, that's hard for most mm-hmm. people to own. So we're carving them up. We're we're working with Ember and Picasso to do shared vacation ownership. So you own an eighth and you still get six to eight weeks use. Um, you know, TIC, stuff like that, that, uh, that, that, you know obviously short term and medium term rentals that's been fabulous so just looking at
0: other ways that we can get to the finish line with this product that's that that's it it's the creativity once again where it's never done you're like hey we've got an issue how are we going to solve this issue not that we're not going to solve it it's figuring out all the ways that you can and i also appreciate you sharing you know when when we see people that are very successful we don't always see that they're also having challenges. You assume everything's rosy, but I think the bigger you get, you know, what is the more money, more problems, (laughs) but you're you're faced with more challenges. It's just, you have to grow as a person and elevate into those challenges. And it sounds like this right here was an unexpected challenge that clearly you're working through, and I'm sure it's going to go great. And you're going to one day wipe your brow and be like, (laughs) Ooh, got through another one, right?
1: (laughs) Although we've ended up, you know, to keep the project going, Rich and I have bought three properties in this, you know, for ourselves and, uh, and they are, they are great short-term rentals. So again, Mm -hmm. out of this crisis, it's like, well, we never would have thought of owning short-term rentals in Park City. We just, you know, wanted to have one that we use. So, you know, we're, it does definitely shift things. And, you do have to find that creativity. But I do look
0: forward to this project being over. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And you you grew your asset base clearly. So that was a benefit too. (laughs) And, um, And Kathy, you know, as a very successful, accomplished woman, what would the advice be that you'd give, you know, for a woman who's just getting started in real estate or she's even just considering it and maybe feels overwhelmed or stuck in analysis paralysis with all the options out there right now?
1: Oh, women have such burdens. I, I don't know how else to say it, but you know, we're like super women is the way I see it. Cause you're, you've got, you're, you're making the money. You've got the kids, you're raising the kids. You got to look beautiful. You, you know, there's so much pressure on women. And uh, I just want to let you know that I, my experience has been that women understand real estate probably better than most people because we are the Queens of the castle. You know, we understand where, what families need and what, what they want and where they want to live. So for me, like I would go to our financial planning meetings 20 years ago and just like it would, none of it made sense. And then when I discovered real estate, I was like, oh, we're just providing a house for a family. I know how to do that. I know know how to do that. It was, I know it's much more complicated than that, but I, I know that women are especially geared to under, to having the skills to do it, so just keep plugging away. When you can, take the ten minutes, even if it's ten minutes, to continue your learning. And the biggest thing of all is to get around other people who are doing it, because if you're around naysayers, you know, forget about it. We tend to be—I don't—I don't, I don't know—generalizing, but we can be influenced. And uh, so, be around people that you want to influence you. You know, be be around successful people, and that's you know, going to events being in masterminds, having a coach, uh, you know, d- doing events like you're putting on to just open up your network. Your network is your net worth.
0: 100%, great advice. <laughs> and mentioning the event, so it's gonna be the Passive Real Estate Wealth Virtual Summit, and it is particularly tailored to women. I've got all incredible women speakers, including you, Kathy. And I'd love to know what people can expect to learn from you, if you can just give a little teaser.
1: Yeah, our business is mainly focused on busy people who like their jobs, um, but they they know they need to be investing as well, and they're not they don't want all their money in the stock market. So we've been teaching passive income investments, whether you own it yourself and how to make it the most passive as possible when when it's in your name, um, or you know how to invest in other people's projects where they do all the work and it's one hundred percent passive besides the part you have to play, which is analyzing it at first, right? And you don't have to do that. You can have your attorney, your CPA, you can have other people do that for you. So I'll be talking about really how to how to invest when you're busy and successful and making money, but still want to have these what I call them like golden gooses. You know, have how many golden gooses could you have making laying golden eggs, you know, while
0: you're doing the thing that you love to do. That's what I'll be sharing. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited for it, because I think this is the missing piece right now is just that there's not enough information about passive opportunities. And everybody gets scared off by real estate when they built these incredible careers, women are just crushing it in business days. And this is really going to give them that that missing piece. So I'm very excited. And last question, Kathy, what is the number one book that's made the biggest difference in life?
1: The Science of Getting Rich is was a game changer for me because it helped me change my mindset. It starts with mindset. If you do not believe you can be wealthy or you think being wealthy isn't, isn't okay for some reason, you won't be. You will reject it. So for me, The Science of Getting Rich sh- shifted my spiritual beliefs around money and how to do it and how to create it. So
0: I love that book. I also love that book. (laughs) It's wonderful. (laughs) And the cliche thing, and I I have another uh, woman speaking who is going to speak a lot on mindset, is it does seem like a cliche term, but it really is the foundational piece of everything. It's that saying, you know, whether you think you can or you can't is what's going to happen. So knowing that you can invest in real estate and build wealth and just really be successful in whatever it is that you're up to, that is truly what's going to happen. So great, great parting book. I'm sure everybody's going to grab that, Kathy. So thank you so much for your time today. And I'm very, very excited for September 21st to hear you speak more on all this wonderful stuff. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into the Endless Wealth Podcast. If you got value from this week's episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It truly means so much to me to get this information out to more trailblazing women like you. And don't forget, if you haven't secured one of the limited number of free digital tickets for the Passive Real Estate Wealth Virtual Summit happening on September 21st and 22nd, go to www.passiverealestatewealth.com to apply now and join me and 10 incredible female real estate investing experts for this exclusive online event where 250k plus female founders transition from being real estate newcomers to confidently managing a growing passive real estate portfolio. I can, cannot wait to see you there.